Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Hooper's Edge podcast. I'm your host, Micah Kramer. I am here with the co-host, Stephen Kramer of Kramer Basketball. And today, we're going to be talking about emotions uh, and, and disappointment that comes with the yeah. game of basketball and, and how you react to it uh, by communicating with your teammates and, and keeping a positive attitude. How are you doing, Stephen? Oh, this, is, uh, this is deep. This is going to be a good subject. Every single player at every single level has to has to go through this. So I'm curious, man, what do you mean by by all of this? This is really like communication. It's it's mindset, it's feelings, it's it's all of these different things wrapped into one. So dig in, man. What are we talking about today? Whew. Yeah, I'm kind of going off a thought that just hit me yesterday is that I, I was sitting down at Bible study and I realized when I was a kid, it was almost impossible for me to be disappointed in something without going too far and just freaking out about it. Now that I'm an adult, I can be disappointed. I can be even angry or upset at the way certain things go. And it's not gonna ruin my day and it's not gonna make me think less of somebody that might have even contributed to that situation. So kind of separating the incident from the person and separating your emotion from some actions that you might regret. That's my intro to that. <laughs> so let me make sure I understand this correctly. You're, you're separating individual from the circumstance, even though an individual may have had something to do with the circumstance and the feelings that you're in. Also a lot of maturity involved in this because you're, you're understanding that just because a certain situation happened that may not have gone your way, um, you're not letting that roll over into everything else that you come into contact with throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So with, with all of that in mind, I guess the question that I'm wondering is, how do you do that? How do you, how do you go about that? How do you get to the point where you, before you were letting a, a circumstance or a situation kind of um, control you in a sense? Now, those circumstances, those situations, they continue to happen. This isn't like, here's a fix, and now I'm not going to have any problems anymore. No, the problems are always going to come. That's just called life. But understanding, okay, when certain things happen, now I have this process that I can go through to deal with, to deal with that, right? So how did you get to this point? Because when we all have the ability to handle it this way, I think we're all going to find a lot more success in whatever it is that we're doing. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny because I feel like a lot of this came with age, but I, I'm young and people that are much younger than me can still learn this lesson and they can be way farther ahead than where I am right now. So I'd say the things that contribute to it is patience and stop being so stubborn, be humble, be patient. And the sooner you understand that bad things are going to happen and the bad things that happen that you can't control that should not dictate 
the way you live your life. That should not dictate the way you act. And, and the way I think of it is you're either going to be a blade of grass that every time it's a little windy, you're going to sway in the wind. Anytime something goes wrong, you're going to fall over this way. You're going to fall over that way. Somebody says something, you're falling this way. Somebody says something, you're falling that way. You're upset. You're happy. You're sad. You're lazy. Or you can be like a tree, a hundred year old tree. There's a blizzard. There's a windstorm. This thing barely moves. It just adjusts a tiny bit with the wind so it doesn't crack. So it recognizes the situation around it and it moves a little bit so it doesn't crack and it doesn't break. But the reason it can move but still not fall is because the deep roots that it has. The roots are being humble, being patient, loving others, and making sure you always communicate. Um, And I feel like just having those uh, will allow you to not take a situation and allow it to ruin your day and completely ruin your view of another human being. That's a great point. And, you know, through, through all of uh, these, this, this kind of mentality, this mindset that you have, um, you're willing to let yourself go. You're willing to willing, maybe not be the best term, but you gain an understanding of there's a lot of things in life. I just can't control. Mm-hmm. And when we admit that now it's easier for us to see things for what they are, not try to waste all this time and energy and emotion controlling things that are out of our control. Listen, there's billions of other people in the world that are doing things and we have no control over that. There are things that happen. This pandemic is a perfect example there's a lot of things that are not within our control. Um, so trying to stay patient, trying to, to be humble, stop being so stubborn and, and hold on to certain things. Those are great pieces of advice for how we can try to handle um, difficult challenges that come, come along in life or within sport. And, you know, a quick piece of advice that I would give, give players is, remind yourself, constantly remind yourself, daily remind yourself that your value comes from who you are, not what you do. Your value comes from who you are, not your performance. Remind yourself, God's love is not performance-based, okay? God's love is not situation-based, right? There's many different situations that everybody has. Some you're just born into, many situations that come come in your way that you don't have control over. And then there's other situations that, yeah, you, you made some choices that maybe you shouldn't have made. And mm-hmm. so now you got to deal with some of, some of those choices that you made. But with all that said, God's love is not performance-based. God's love is not situation-based. And so if you can continue to remind yourself of your value and, you know, try to keep a, a big picture frame of mind that's going to help you in everything that you do in life give you some perspective and for me it gives me motivation like if if I know kind of where my foundation is it's easier for me to to look around and say okay here's all the places that I'm gonna gonna act and I'm gonna get something done because I don't have to worry about my foundation and that's why with Kramer basketball if you go to my website kramerbasketball.com on the very top underneath the, the logo it says faith, passion, service, and sacrifice. 
there's a reason faith is there and there's a reason faith is the first word on the website. And if we have that as a foundation, man, it makes so, so many things easier, right? Because there's a ton of challenges and difficulties in life. But if we just understand like, here's the base, here's the foundation of everything. And we can start to handle all these different situations that can be really, really challenging just a little bit, just a little bit easier. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And and that kind of brings me into the next portion of what we're talking about. So now we know <clears throat> that your circumstances shouldn't dictate, you know, how you end up being and, and the way you view some people. But at the same time, those circumstances, you can use that to adapt and to kind of grow. So you can either l- allow those circumstances to harden your heart and make you stubborn, or you can make your heart kind of malleable, able to be molded, and you can go through that tough situation and mold your heart in a way that makes you better for the next time. And so now that we understand how to go through a tough situation and how to separate the mistake from the person, you know, your teammate keeps turning the ball over. Does that mean you don't like him anymore? Um, No. And we know that now but your teammate keeps turning the ball over and making the wrong decision. Uh, Does that mean you shouldn't talk to him about it and talk to him about making an adjustment? So now that we know to separate the person from the mistake, do we just leave it at that? No, no way. You can still bring it up and communicate with your teammates in a more effective way than you would before. Because if you're mad at your teammate for what he's doing, you're mad at your coach for what he's doing. And now you think of them, as a little person and you think of yourself as better than them and you go and talk to them about it, I guarantee that conversation is not going to go well. One, because if you go to your coach and you act like you know more than he does, he's either going to say, don't ever talk to me again about something like this. I do my job. You do yours right now. Your job's going to be on the bench because I'm mad at you or your teammate. He's me. Oh, Micah thinks he's so much better than me. He thinks I'm no good. But if you approach this in the right way, Hey coach, I, I, I recognize this, this mismatch here. I, th- I think that we should work on this a little bit. Or you go to your teammate and be like, hey, man, I don't think that's there. You should work to your strength a little bit more. Approach it in the right way. Communication be a, can be very effective. Approach it in the wrong way. Communication will lead to less communication around down the road because it will drive people away. Purposeful, thoughtful communication. And a big thing that you're – you're going through it as you talk about that is you're processing first how you're going to communicate with somebody instead of just you have a feeling and you spit something out mm-hmm. and that could really have some negative effects and so I really really love that is you know there's a situation whether it's you know gameplay practice whatever it might be and instead of just communicating the frustration you're not doing that. You're communicating uh, an issue in, in a positive way and in a way that you're providing or trying to provide a solution or helping someone else find the solution because maybe you recognize the problem, but you don't have the answer, right? So instead of just showing your frustration with some, a teammate who's turning the basketball over or a teammate who they're not trying to turn the basketball over, right? or maybe they're taking a a bad shot and they're not trying to take a bad shot. 
they're just, they just are right. And so trying to help them find a solution or find an answer together is a very mature way of, you know, problem solving. And in the end, you're going to develop a better relationship with the, the people that you're around. And that's what we really want, right? Nobody wants bad relationships in their life. The more we can have those positive relationships, uh, the better. So Micah, this was some, some great stuff. Um, really well done. I know we both have to have to get going. So I just want to thank our listeners for listening to the Hooper's Edge podcast. If you find it beneficial, be sure to leave a positive rating review, especially if you listen on Apple podcasts, because they have a lot of power with the algorithm and all that stuff. That goes a really long way uh, that we can continue to help more basketball players like yourself, whether it's mindset, whether it's player development, whether it's strength and conditioning or any other area of basketball in life, we want to help you out. We want to give you an advantage. All right. So thank you for listening and get after it today.